Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Yellow Army podcast from sun-drenched Seal Hain. Just yeah. outside Newton. It's lovely here this morning. A little bit of wind, so we're sitting in the car with the doors open, just we so are. the wind doesn't interfere with the uh, the microphone. So uh, it's, it's very nice indeed. It's the hottest day of the year so far. We'll be joined in a few moments by Dave Thomas. Here he comes. I can see him wandering over now. Indeed. The players are turning up for training. The season is just a few weeks away and we've actually got some football to talk about. We have. Uh, but in the meantime, we've just had a chat with uh, with the gaffer. We have uh, in the sunshine outside um, the, the the hut there that is his office at Seal Hain. Looking ahead to the uh, to the Newport game and looking back over um, a couple of friendlies so far. So uh, we'll be back, as we like to say, on the other side of Gary Johnson. So, Gaffer, after two friendlies against Buckland and Exmouth, how is pre-season going in your eyes now that it's two weeks since the squad returned uh, to training? Well, I've had good starts at pre-season. I've had bad starts, but it never coincides with a good or bad start at the start of the season. Um, What we're doing at the moment, we've had a lot of new players coming in. We've had uh, some trialists coming in. We've been uh, letting our young lads know that we've not forgotten them you know that uh, um, we wanted to have a look at them and so we had a great opportunity to do that so in a sense we've learned a lot from the two games that we've had Um, some good some not so good Uh, we know what we have to work on Um, but we're very confident that by the time we get to the Oldham game uh, the squad will be ready and uh, I think now we have to start looking a bit more serious at our first team and uh, who's going to play against Newport, Plymouth and Exeter because they're three great games to see see where we are. Um, it, it's funny, but you, when you have a pre-season, nobody's ever at the same stage week after week after week. You get little knocks, you get little niggles um, and they have to have missed a couple of days training. So some have trained 100% of the time, some have trained 70, some 50, some not enough because they've only just arrived here. So it's, um, you hope to marry it all up in three weeks time when we go bang, here we go, uh, we're, we're ready. Now there's been varied performances from the players used against two physical teams, but are you happy at the minutes that the players have put in so far in what's been warm and humid conditions? Yeah, I think the, the lads have you know, put in the effort, that's for sure, otherwise you wouldn't see them again. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, effort is the first thing they, they have to put in. And it has been hot, um, and we've played against you know, a couple of uh, sides that uh, were, you know, wanted to do well against us. They wanted to prove themselves, and, um, and sometimes they are good games because you have to look after yourself a little bit. Um, you can't just go and play pretty football because the teams are not going to let you let you do that. So you have to be a little bit sharper. We wasn't as sharp as I'd like us to have been just yet, but uh, we'll, we will get that. Uh, we haven't let a goal in <laughs> yet, and uh, and you know, we haven't scored 
enough goals, but then we we haven't had enough uh, strikers on the pitch to warrant you know a, a goal fest. Now we return to play more on Saturday for the first of three home games uh, in a week against Newport County. What are you expecting uh, from the players and how much are you looking forward to seeing the Yellow Army again? Yeah, well we've seen the Yellow Army at the last two games, fantastic to, to, to see them but obviously they'll be there in more numbers and I always look forward to that, always. Uh, I love the atmosphere at uh, Torquay at Blaymore and um, and the players all do as well. And sometimes they can go somewhere else and I, and I meet them in the future and they go, I really enjoy my time at Torquay, you know, playing at Blaymore. So that's always nice. It's a nice ambiance, if you like. It's good support. Um, and hopefully they'll get behind these lads because there is enough ability in our group that our supporters will enjoy um, what we're doing, whether we win the league, don't win the league, but there's enough quality in our, in our team for them to be impressed and worthy of the uh, uh, entrance fee. <laughs> now, with eight new signings through the door already, are you happy with how the squad is, is starting to look and gelling with just over three weeks to the start of the new campaign against Oldham? Yeah, I mean, you're asking me at a time when it's still three weeks to go and, you know, me and Downs, you keep saying, have we done enough? Have we got enough? Have we got enough in our squad? You know, what what do we need? Um, so we, 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 we're still looking, um, but I suppose it's like dress rehearsals for a play on a stage, you know. You think it's never going to come together and all of a sudden, bang, it comes together and, and that happens uh, every year, uh, every season. That I have, I have this feeling that oh, are we ready? But it just makes us work a bit harder and, and make sure that we are. Gaffer, thanks for your time today. No problem. Thank you. I know you hate seeing the word trialist on the on the team sheet, but you, you've run the rule over quite a few players yeah. now. Have you made up your mind on some of them, and are there some more to come? Um, we've made up our mind on the ones that we've had in a couple of games. Yes. Um, so. Um, what we look at, sometimes people can look quite good uh, on, a, on a poor pitch uh, against players that are a couple of leagues lower than you. So we look at the numbers, we look at whether somebody's actually uh, created an opportunity, uh, scored a goal, made a goal, what their end product is. Um, and so we, we, we look at that to see where their quality lies. <laughs> Um, or whether they've just done well in those particular games, you know what I mean? So, and we're trying to find players that are going to win the league, yeah. you know, to get promotion. So, you're looking for generally, if somebody asks you for a trial, they're probably not going to be quite good enough, do you know what I mean? And, and so, but sometimes you use them, you give them the opportunity because sometimes you need the numbers. And over yeah. the years, have you picked up some really good players that way? Yeah, I imagine we have picked up some good players that way. Yeah. You know, I, I say we we, we never. Um, if you've got to write a letter in to ask for a trial, you're probably not going to be good enough. But I do remember, I've only had one in my whole career, but from that, from a letter, did fantastic uh, for me, and that was a, a centre half at uh, at Cheltenham. Yeah, and uh, and he played in our promotion season so that was a 
Aaron didn't write to you, did he? For a trip? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I'm going to sit down and write one today. <laughs> no, 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 he didn't. But uh, yeah, so I don't want to embarrass by him by giving his name no, because yeah. he, he, he wrote a letter, but uh, he turned out a top player and, and actually played with uh, Downsy that, that season. Any news? You, you have a player um, who's got injured in the friendlies, Dan Martin. Any news on Dan, how he's doing? Yeah, he's going to be a few weeks, unfortunately. Um, so he's uh, he took a fairly heavy couple of whacks actually on his ankle, and uh, yeah, so it's a race to get him ready for the start of the season. But uh, that may or may not happen. We we you know we're just waiting to see. He's had a, a scan on it, and you know people always give you a time scale, and often they're quite big, like three to six weeks. You know what I mean? You think, yeah. well, we need him in free actually, yeah. doc. But uh, anyway, we'll look after him and see how that, see how that goes. But we, you do get like niggling, niggly injuries that you have to manage in pre-season um, because you're working hard and sometimes you have to take them yeah. to their limits to get them fit enough to get fit. <laughs> and how much is, of a balancing act is it? Well, you, know, you want players to work hard and, and play hard, but, but you don't want them to get injured. So how does that work in pre-season? Well, it works. You, you, you work them hard and you keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. That's how, that's yeah. how you have You don't to want do them to hold back just because no, it's pre-season. No, you can't hold back, no. Um, I was reading the other day at, at Tottenham where the, uh, the manager there ran the team until they dropped. You know, they, they, they just had to keep running until they couldn't run no more. <laughs> You know what I mean? Now that is, you know, that is a fair, fair chance of somebody getting injured in, yeah. in that because they could. I think you allowed them to have a rest and then run again. So, um, but it was a continuous run. Mm. So, people have different, varying uh, ideas on fitness in pre-season, um, and I'll just go with the the one I'm comfortable with and. Uh, as long as you've got a good team at the start of the season, then your pre-season is right. Just wanted to touch on the, the, the youth players that you, you've given a few minutes to, you know, in the, both the games yeah. against Buckland and Exmouth. They've done well, but done well. I'm sure you sure you had to sort of pick uh, Brendan Quinn off the, off the ceiling, didn't you, like, after scoring a goal on, like that? Well, yeah, I talk, you know, the experience. I, I didn't bring the young lads on early at um, uh, Exmouth because... It was they had a strong team that mm. didn't mind letting you know that you know they was up for the competition. Mm. Um, and Jack Wins went on and got an elbow in the face. So I was thinking, well, I either put the lads on and get them some experience of uh, you know getting kicked and yeah. pushed and all <laughs> yeah. that sort of stuff, um, or I leave it late and just give them a part of the game for for they're there. That's the experience, and mm. they're part of the first team. And, and the lad went on and uh, scored with his first touch, and, <laughs> and he'll remember that forever. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, and the young lads done well. They played some nice football. Yeah. Oh, by that time, with all due respect, yeah, you know, their legs, yeah. legs had gone on the on the opposition. But um, they did play some good football, and yeah, we were pleased with the with the finish that the lads, young lads, had. But still, a lot more experience yeah, to absolutely. go for them. Yeah. yeah. Several of the lads that we haven't seen yet, um, Aaron, Jarvis, Ryan, yeah. Benson, I don't think, yeah. they've been held back so far. Yeah. Is that because of little niggles? And, and yeah, it's, and it's, it's little niggles. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, you've brought some people in 
uh, to start the season, um, absolutely. Um, and, you know, they haven't got to prove themselves, that's why we brought them in for the first thing. But, and so if there is any little niggles or worries, then of course you just hold them back when you're playing away from home against lower league opposition. Might they now start to figure it yeah, out? No, they, yeah, they, they'll start to figure now, we're just yeah. going to wait and see, but I think most of them, as far as I'm, I know now, which is a Thursday, Thursday um, look okay, yeah. and I think Jarvis will play, uh, Hanson will play, Andrews will play, um, who else is there? Anyone else you haven't seen? I think those three we haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, the sort of three, yeah. three yeah, main. Yeah, Ross is okay now, he's just suffered with some blisters, and, uh, um, but he's... he's, and, he's and in there, obviously last year was last year, and we can, we can, such a, we can talk about it until you're blue in the face, but you mentioned a word the other day, and you, athletes was the word you used. What, you? Oh, athletes, yeah, yeah. Do you feel that this squad, from a physical <laughs> and and the level you want, yeah. because I think you've always said that it's, it's fitness and Gary yeah. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Are they well closer, if you know what I mean, yeah, to that, where you, yeah. you want them to, to I be? Think, I think they are. I think that, you know, you've seen them and you, they look fine specimens at this moment in time. And uh, we know they're good footballers as well. So, like our midfield, for instance, um, on... Uh, on Saturday will be three six foot two athletic boys. I'll use that word again, you know what I mean? And uh, now the athleticism comes as well with you know, they won't be as athletic Saturday as they will be at the start of the season because some of them as you say have only just come back. Yeah. But um will look good in the tunnel to the opposition. <laughs> yes. you know I mean? yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm you're you're right. We we will have an athletic squad. Got to get that athleticism out as quickly as we can. So, some of the podcasts that are coming from the Tour de France are being done in cars, and they're talking about that as if it's revolutionary. No, we, we've been doing this for years, and we've always trailblazers sitting in the car doing the podcast. And uh, Dave, welcome. Nice to have you along. Nice to be back. Lovely sunny day. Um, it's been great to see the team in action, hasn't it, the last few days? I didn't go to the Buckland game. You did, Rich? I did, yeah. Did you go to Buckland, Dave? Certainly did. Uh, that one. Um, Along with the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good crowd there, wasn't there? Good, good crowd. 1,211, I think it was. I, there right. were different figures yeah. floating about, yeah. weren't there? There were well, that's the one that Buckland attendance. tweeted. Uh, was so, it? Oh, yeah, in the end. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I had a chat with one of their officers and uh, got given a slightly different, but right. I'm sure, yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised. Kick off, put back 15 minutes, etc. Yeah. etc. It's a good payday for them, isn't it? It's a good payday for the club. Wonderful. Um, you know, well, well organised, really great game. Kudos to them. Uh, an Olaf Kozella goal. We'll come on to Olaf in a minute. Uh, an Olaf Kozella goal separating the teams. Uh, Torquay went and won 2 0 up at Exmouth on Tuesday night with a game that we were all at. A 2 0 win, two late goals, two, tight, two goals in Gary time. Yeah. On a horrible, bumpy, dry. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It's the kind of pitch that, as somebody was saying just now, Exmouth know how to play on. Yeah. Um, but it was a bit of experience for our boys, Dave. Well, I, I was chatting to Kevin Hill afterwards, yeah. and and he 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 wasn't apologetic because he's you know he didn't need to be, but uh, 
they haven't got a watering system there, a proper watering mm. system. He's been desperate to try and get some water on it. He's, he was as well aware of the conditions as everybody else was. The trouble is, if you haven't got a decent watering system, and of course we're at Seal Hane, which is the training ground, and yeah. the sprinklers are going on, the, yeah. on, on a yeah. pristine mm. training pitch mm. here. Uh, pristine at the moment, by the way. It hasn't rained for <laughs> several weeks. Um, and obviously at Plainmore as well. But if you haven't got a watering system, you can't, uh, in this sort of weather, you can't cut the pitch down to, to, to mm. preferable levels because you'll lose it, won't you? Yeah. It'll just yeah. burn up. So they had to leave it a little bit long. And uh, you certainly wouldn't want to do a one or two touch training session on there, would you? And, <laughs> um, and it definitely affected how United played. Yeah. Um, and it took them a long time until, as Gary pointed out, their legs mm. told in the end yeah, and yeah, yeah, Exmouths yeah. ran out and United ended up winning. Winning 2-0. They were on top for most of the game, let's face there it. There was but, very um, little action in the, the talky area. Yeah, there? and uh, having said that, I thought the trialist goalkeeper, who I think mm. we all know, uh, Rhys Lovett, uh, um, uh, I thought he did very well at times. He did. Took, he a, he took a couple with, of knocks. He, did. he dealt with everything <laughs> yeah, that came his a, way, didn't he? a heavy landing on and that pitch. a heavy pitch. landing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on that pitch. So, um, you know, they're, they're, look, they're training games, aren't they? And they're, and they're about fitness yeah. and, and giving a chance to one or two younger ones, looking at some trialists. Several of the senior pros um, haven't appeared yet. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. we Gary all... Just talked, Gary, yeah. Gary, Gary just, just talked about that. Gary just talked about that for one reason or another. Uh, and now we get on to the more... Uh, serious yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so Otoki won it 2-0. Brett McGavin smashing header in the 88th was minute. was a great header, Olaf actually. Yeah. Cross. Uh, and Brandon Quinn, uh, <laughs> as you were just saying, he'll remember that day didn't, for the rest of his life. He didn't even get on the pitch, uh, uh, the Buckland game. He was one of the, the few unused subs. I mean, a young lad, obviously, um, just starting out and comes Lo- on and smacks lovely, it home. Lovely, lovely half-body yeah. finish from another across from uh, Trialist C, who we think was Marcus Day, who we think has now signed for Bristol Manor Farm. It looks so like it, it doesn't looks, it? looks yeah. that way. Brandon Quinn, by the way, was, was one of the stars of... That team, um, it, yeah. the, the under 18 mm. side last year he's a bit younger than sort of pro contract time I mm. think um, a, a winger an old fashioned winger really yeah um, very talented uh, be very interesting to see how he goes over yeah. the next uh, year to 18 months I mean when Gary threw those the, the, those handful of young players on right at the end I'm, I'm sure he didn't expect one of them to pop up at the back post <laughs> with, a, with a, uh, a great strike really wasn't it it was a shame I mean Kevin Hill obviously absolute club legend for both clubs I mean we we're talking to quite a few people around the Exmouth club on Tuesday night and, and Kevin Hill isn't can't just, do no wrong he, can he no he, yeah. I mean he's there he's painting things he's mending things he's running the team he is Mr Exmouth and he was it, Mr Torquay for a long time if you think back to what he gave Torquay over what 11 years 10 yeah. or 11 years 474 appearances when he first signed for Kevin Hodges from Torrington mm. yeah and yeah. a lot of us you know and I think a lot of fans thought why are we signing somebody from Torrington and you know especially because you know I think at the time we had people like Gary Nelson in the club yeah. and, and one or two others and I think within about a month we all knew why he'd signed him. Yeah. <laughs> one of the most um, athletic and, players oh extraordinary yeah had. but also as his time went on Kev's never ever changed has he no. Uh, uh, he, he's always remained, and you know, hopefully none of us do too much. But he's always remained the same, completely down to earth, no uh, side to him or anything like that. 
and I'm not in the least surprised that at Exmouth he gets out a paintbrush yeah. and he probably yeah. sticks some blocks up every lays now and again, yeah. lays some concrete. Um, and yet on the on the playing side, I, I always felt, and I don't know whether you agree with me, I could definitely see him as a coach or a trainer and everything, but mm. I always wondered whether he would ever be a manager and yet yeah. he has been and he is and he's making a huge success of it and well, I think that's a huge credit to him that his character actually has proved big enough and to accommodate to do that role and be a real success at it when you go back to that that, that sort of uh, Leroy team uh, um, Roy McFarland kind of squad um, if you looked at the players in that squad who would be managers you would you would look at Long list. Alex Russell Long list. you know yeah. quite a few of them uh, Kevin wouldn't necessarily have been one of the one of those that you'd pick. Or at the top of the list, yeah, certainly. Yeah. No, and and he's and the players respect him. The players play for him, um, and I think it has down to the fact of he's just such a great bloke. Yeah. And how could you not play for somebody that's completely honest? He 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 always stresses. So I'm given to understand that no matter what you're doing, as a footballer, get out there and enjoy it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And and, and In I, other words, you're going to lose sometimes. Yeah. Well, are we all going to bloody commit suicide because we've lost? No. Uh, are we all going to get angry with each other just because you've lost? No. You know, and so his teams play for him. Yeah. Uh, and, and all credit to him. I think he's done a fantastic job. And they've got a huge job at Exmouth now, by the mm -hmm. way, and we, we'll, we'll stop talking about them in a minute, yeah. of actually providing a club to match the team that, yeah. he, that he's got. They've got to do a huge amount of work there, haven't they, according to stay in the Southern League. Yeah, the ground um, isn't... isn't the most luxurious ground they, in the I world. I think they've got it? to build a stand. They've got to yeah. put all sorts of other facilities in, and of course, <laughs> he'll be there with a trowel and a bit yeah. of the <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> but probably the manager. I mean, great reception when he came, came on right at the end, didn't he? he came on, uh, yeah. changed the game. It was nil nil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> game changer. Well done, Hilly. But, uh, <laughs> tremendous reception from both sets of fans. I was impressed with Exmouth. I liked it up there. It was a nice, uh, nice atmosphere. It was great. It's just great. That first couple of games of pre-season, the first time you go in through the gates, you bump into people you know, bumped into Tim, bumped into Lee, uh, Michelle and Steve as well, who, uh, who were over on the far side. Uh, your mate John, who had spiders yeah. in his beer. He had spiders in his beer, which was yeah. the Thank He you. bought, there was, a, there was a long queue, so he bought two beers and, and put one on the wall while he drank the other one. And when he turned to the second beer, which was full of spiders... <laughs> and his was the only pint that was attacked by the spiders. But fair play to him. What a trooper. He still drank it. So uh, good man. And top secret man who came over to me, shook my hand and said, don't say anything in your report or on your podcast about me being here. I've no idea why. He was very secretive. Don't tell anybody that I've been here. And then by the time I got home, he covered social media with pictures of himself right but what they'd done a load of them had got the train up from Torbay to Star Cross right and then got the ferry across I said why did you do that he said because it felt like we were playing in Europe <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, nice so they did it in style it was a really good night and uh, thank you very much to Exmouth Town it was um, we did see a, 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 a very fine piece of showmanship right right after the game didn't we the um the, the the chap who ran onto the pitch with the with the oh, ball yes no I forgot and uh, yeah. put it on the penalty spot while everyone was <laughs> was leaving the, leaving the ground his mate queued up with a camera right around the goal and the fe and everyone saw all this happening the fella ran up took the penalty went straight on his ass and the ball didn't make it as far no. as the goal line <laughs> it was one, uh, hopefully that video is on TikTok or somewhere because it was yeah you're right he, he did it with such a flourish 
I think you said I'd be chuckling about that for the rest of the night. Absolutely, <laughs> and then I'd forgotten about it. What so a great he, moment. He won't be entering the crossbar challenge. <laughs> he won't be, no. <laughs> Brilliant. It was great. If he's listening, fair play to you, mate. That was, uh, that was the best moment of the night. Um, the friendlies have come at a bit of a cost, though, haven't they? I mean, Dan Martin is injured. Yeah. I mean, Dan Martin's That was a strong challenge. I mean, it was his challenge, wasn't it? It, 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 wasn't, Buckland. it wasn't Buckland. It was... It was and Gary said that he picked up another knock in the game as well, but mm. it was it was a strong challenge for a pre-season friendly game. I'm very pleased to see him walking in this morning without a boot on. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, yeah. Um, um, when I say boot, a protective boot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, a, a support. Uh, in other words, they, he's walking under his own steam now. They seem to now, put those so, boots um, on for quite early yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Alex Moyes had one on and played the other day. Yeah. So. Um, it's just to sort of. Um, you know, stabilise it yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, at least he's walking on round unaided now. Uh, he's a young lad. Um, fingers crossed, we'll see him back sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're thinking a fortnight, maybe three weeks. But look, he's a young kid. He may well heal a little bit quicker than that. Yeah, so. yeah quicker than we would. Yes, that way. certainly. So the friendlies coming up. We've got Newport County on Saturday, three mm-hmm. o'clock at Plainmore. And then Argyle on Tuesday at seven forty-five. Is it seven forty-five or seven thirty? Seven. Ooh, don't know. Good, good. Let's say check, check your own times for check this one. Times, yeah. But if you're relying on the podcast, take it as seven thirty. I'd rather you were fifteen minutes early <laughs> yeah, than fifteen absolutely. minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, check the time on It'd that. Be interesting to see what night. team Newport put out on Saturday. I, I assume that their first team is coming. They, I think they play Cardiff on Wednesday night, or uh, we're speaking on Thursday. They've got another game on Friday at Western. Yeah, they've got Western. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll be a second. second and that'll be you a would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, but. You know, I don't suppose they've got the biggest squad in the world. So, uh, no, I'm sure we'll be playing Newport's first team. Um, and uh, obviously, well, the fact that they're playing Western Supermare the day before suggests we would be. Yeah, yeah quite. Yeah. They, 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 that you know, the pace of everything will go up now, which is exactly what we yeah. want. Um, and I think we're all looking forward to seeing two, three, four of the players who we haven't seen much of yet yeah. for one reason or another. And we were chatting about that in the in, in Gary's interview, weren't I- interesting. we? The people like yeah. Ryan Hansen. Aaron Jarvis, um, uh, Ross Marshall has played a little bit, haven't we? Obviously, yeah. we've got a couple of new signings. Corey, yeah. Corey Andrews looks like he'll perhaps come in on uh, on Saturday. Interesting what Gary said about that. You know, the, the fact that he already knows that they are first team players rather than needs to be shown that they're first team players. In his mind, he's so there's, yeah. so there's not yeah. so much of a uh, a vital thing Prove to yourself. see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Let's have a, a little run through some of the players that we saw in the friendies. And I just made a note of them as we were going through in the Exmouth game. Trialist A in goal, whoever Trialist A actually is, uh, decent goalkeeper we've talked about. Dylan Crow, I thought had a really I've, good game. I've been right impressed back. with the two two games he's played. Ditto. Th- thoughts, Dave? Yeah. Ditto. Looks yeah. good. Looks very good. Uh, Ali Omar um, did what he had to do on a difficult pitch, difficult surface. Yeah. On Tuesday night. I thought Ross Marshall looked decent, Dave. Uh, difficult to see enough of him, really, wasn't it? He hasn't sort of played a huge amount. Look, he's, he's look at his CV; it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, he's built for the job. Um, I think that the, the key thing, which we may have touched on before a couple of times, is the level of experience that the, the signings yeah. this season have come from, rather than the signings from last season. And look, we're not knocking, seeking to knock the lads from last year. Uh, because one or two of them actually came through and proved themselves mm. in the end, mm. but quite a few of them had, had come from out of necessity, under twenty-three football, mm. not a lot of first team or certainly not national league experience, 
and you look at the players that have come in this summer, yeah. And whilst they might not be household names, some of they them, know a lot of them, the level. They yeah. know the level. Yeah. You know, Ryan Hansen, for instance, young lad, smile on his face, looking to make change the world. Yeah. Captain at 21 of Dover Athletic, mm-hmm. and I'm a great believer. If you can, if you can come through a struggling side and still keep yeah. your head above the yeah. water, it shows something about you. And and uh, uh, so those lads. Um, you look at um, Jarvis, played at Scunthorpe and uh, several other mm. league clubs. Um, uh, you know that level of experience is so important. They're used to the yeah. physicality, yeah. the pace of the game, uh, the bish bash of lower division yeah. football. Corey Andrews as well has played which there's plenty. some yeah. decent well, level. Well, yeah. let's face it, he saved Aldershot's season yeah. effectively. I know yeah. that's probably overstating it slightly, but at the time Aldershot were in free fall when he went there and he scored what nine goals in 19 starts yeah. and hauled them out of trouble or away yeah. from trouble at a time when they looked as if they were going in the opposite direction so uh, yeah and his, fingers um, crossed his highlights reel on Twitter looks great by the way his, um, you know the, these, the, the occasionally the club puts up these reels that the, uh, the agents have and yeah, it, it, it looks good. I mean, I reckon I could put together a half decent highlights <laughs> reel if all you wanted 30 seconds. Do you know what I mean? If you'd played a couple of seasons. My, mine would consist of me thumping the clearance over the fence and somebody <laughs> going, that'll keep. Yeah, but I'll, <laughs> si- I'll sign you on that. <laughs> well, if, if uh, I mean, obviously, we we, we must take Olaf Casella into, into, yeah, into, 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 yeah, into, into consideration here. Olaf, but if, yeah, yeah. if in terms of pure signings, Gary Johnson's front two at the moment and I'm given to understand there might be another one coming in as well, Mm. um, is Jarvis and Andrews. Mm. For me, uh, look, we're all looking forward to seeing Corey Andrews and we're all looking forward to seeing Aaron Jarvis because we haven't seen either of them uh, yet. But Aaron Jarvis, for me, could be the the key to this. We've lost, you know, in lower division football, do you need a target man? Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. And we've lost a very experienced talismanic, target man yeah. centre yeah. forward sadly in the twilight of his career or, or he, he, we wish we would have gotten a bit earlier correct yeah. or he'd yeah, have been yeah. even better yeah. for us than he was uh, in Danny Wright but Aaron Jarvis is looks like he's going to be the target man the centre yeah. forward now you know that is a key key position mm. and and they've obviously thought long and hard about him and you know as in all of these things of course you you, you know you're we're not Wrexham, we're not Notts County, and we're not Chesterfield, and we're not paying quite those sort of wages. No. But um, uh, Jarvis, you know, you, you needs to be, needs to to be the man mm. uh, up yeah. there, doesn't he? And and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Gary and Pete and Aaron will have thought long and hard before deciding that he was the yeah. he was the right one. And um, and and, uh, and you fingers you, crossed. You mentioned Olaf. I mean, I thought he had a great game at Buckland. Well, look, if Olaf's on the football pitch, there's a good chance he's going to put the ball in the back. He of looks net, solid he? now, you know, doesn't yeah. he? He's 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 he's, he's, immense he's, 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 a, he's always been a goal scorer. Yeah. He's he's uh, ever since probably first pulled a pair of boots on, um, uh, and we can all think back over the years to people who were like that. Um, <laughs> Ashley Yeoman. Yeah, no. <laughs> for goodness' that's, sake, that is the yeah. player. I, I hate, know. I hate talking oh. about him in the same breath as Olaf because you're yeah. always tempting fate. But, mm. but yes, yeah, I see where but, you're coming from. You know, from. if Ashley Yeoman was on the pitch, 
I, I would have a few bob on. Yeah. If anything happened in the box, he would put the ball. Whether he was good enough in other areas, mm. and in the end, you know, he, he, he didn't manage to sort of make a, a real pro career of it. Well, but, he, 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 he gave up, basically gave up and well, went to play for... for, for a, Sulcombe, Sulcombe with who, his mates who are folded still, unfortunately well, yeah. where he yeah. was still playing yeah so. and, and scoring absolute buckets yeah. of goals but but even at times when he was in the first team at Playmore and we all remember one or two memorable nights and goals that, that, that he scored um, in other words there are types forwards brilliant ones famous ones unfamous ones who just have the knack of being in the right yeah. place at the right yeah. time and put the ball in the back of that and Olaf has you know, got this far in his career. Uh, you can see the work he's put in to try Absolutely. and fill out and yeah. be stronger yeah, well he, and be able to hold so people off better. But and, I was going to say, this, this, on the evidence of Exmouth and Buckland, he is doing a bit more of that that holding the ball up work. Which he has to do. And then playing the ball back across goal, which, which, which was effective yeah. at times. Yeah. Especially against Buckland, he, he set up... Uh, a couple of strikes for, for, for players. Yeah. For, you for, you um, can't be in any... When, you, when you turn from being an amateur footballer effectively into a pro footballer, you can't be a one-trick pony. Yeah. Mm. You have to be a three- or four-trick pony. You might not be brilliant at all of them, but you have to make yourself a better all-round player to hold your place down in the team. That's what he's trying to yeah, do. Yeah, I said a, on a, a piece on the Devon Live the other day that, that you know, a lot of us, me included, I said, were, were surprised that he... He was kept on. He was he was in the retained list. So Gary sees something obviously, and he's just trying to get get it out of him. And that what what you also have to bear in mind is that he's got to build. He's building and always has to. Managers have to build squads. Yeah. They, they, they don't just build eleven mm. <laughs> an yep. eleven man team. Yep. You, you've got to spread your budget over a squad of people who can help you to win win games or draw matches or get through games at crucial times yeah. uh, and they're not all going to be superstars some of them are going to be you know what some people like to call bit players now that's, that's a cruel word uh, and we're not tr- by any means trying to you know brand that with Olaf or anybody <coughs> else but they ha- but he has to build a squad yeah. and if Olaf ends up I'm sure I think it would be unlikely at the moment for that Olaf will start the first game of the season against Oldham Athletic but he may be on the bench yeah. and he may come off the yeah. bench yeah. and score a goal that wins us that. the game. I would yeah. love to see Absolutely. that. Absolutely. What you're saying there, I remember famously um, Matt Hockley was released and then brought back in by Mike Bateson after Roy McFarland had left. And Now you're talking greatest of all time, aren't and you? Then, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and then he, you know, he fulfilled that role and actually built, built himself into a first-team player. He did. Kieran Evans, I like the look of. Yeah, Exmouth. I thought he had a tough night at Exmouth. Not everything went for him, but he worked hard. He's he a certain played. stature, isn't he? So it's, it's yeah. going to be tough in games like that. I, I think, think as well, he's, been, he's he's virtually played up front in the two yeah. games so far. Yeah. He yeah. isn't actually a striker, so he's been he's an attacking midfield player. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's quick, he's sharp, he's got talent, and I don't think either of the pitches has actually helped him no. so far. That's, Probably more than yeah. most. On corner duties, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Set pieces. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brett McGavin, I thought, had a good game, took his goal very well, nice header. Uh, and Dean Moxie. Brett McGavin, and oh, you've just mentioned the second greatest of all time. Um, uh, both players, like good footballers, always appear to have loads of time. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. appear to operate in a little space of about, you know, yeah. a little halo around them. And McGavin looks as if he's got time, which is a mark of a, of a, of a good player, fingers crossed. 
Um, Dean Moxie just does what Dean Moxie does and looks a class above everybody else. I'll tell you what will be interesting on, on Saturday is to, for, for us, and not, not necessarily people on the pop side, but from our view, you get more of, of an idea of how the players are playing because you're not looking through other players at the side of Buckland or at the side of Exmouth. And I think that's why Roy McFarland always used to spend the first half of every half sitting in the grandstand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question I meant to why ask. Why more managers don't do it, don't yeah, know, but yeah. there you go. Question I meant to ask Gary and didn't. Uh, I, Asa Hall will be the club captain, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. But if Asa isn't on the pitch, which may happen from time to time, I wonder who the armband goes to this season. Because of course I last season who. it was a Marnie Little that, that yeah. was just kind of second. Uh, well, it's on, at Buckland, it, it, it ended up first with Olaf Casada and second with Jack Windsor. That's right, Jack Windsor. <laughs> wore yeah. the, the captain's armband. That's quite, quite, but, a, quite a uh, interesting comment from Gary that. Uh, he said, I think on fr- Saturday against Newport, you'll see three six-footers, six-foot uh, uh, men on the pitch. Well, in, in midfield, I was trying to midfield. work that out. Well, yeah. uh, Aza might well come into that, yeah. mightn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it depends we'll, we'll, what, what kind of formation he's looking to play this season as well. He has well, options. so far, I think he's gone, he looks like it's the, the wing-backs 3-5-2, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So, I, I think that's the way he would like to play. Um, I mean, we all know that when that works, that works. Going back to Kevin Hodges' team, do you know what I mean? Well, With and the, it's built around the, full, yeah. uh, the wing backs. If the yeah. wing backs can't get forward and score goals like Gibbs and Gurney, yep. the system doesn't work because no. you end it. It ends up becoming five-three-two, doesn't it? And yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you, you want it three-five-two. Cyril, not five, Cyril three, Knowles' two. old yeah, team yeah, in yeah. the eighties. They, yeah. they were the most ferocious and pretty effective team, but. The, the one drawback was that even with Kelly on one side and McNichol on the other, yeah. they weren't they they didn't get beyond the other forwards, whereas yeah. Gurney and Gibbs used to get beyond the yeah. other forwards, and that that made the system. A couple of the substitutes caught the eye. I thought at Exmouth, obviously Brandon Quinn with his goal. We've spoken <laughs> about him. Ollie Tomlinson looked decent when he came on. Young lad from Argyle. They quite like him down there. They they liked him, and I think uh, he's come with a good reputation. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? You've now got. A defensive roster there. You've got yeah. Marshall, uh, Moxie, uh, uh, Ali Omar, Ollie Tomlinson, Ryan Hansen can play in the back. Yeah. back well, Asa so Hall can play there. Asa Hall. Very so, so I think that's that. I don't think we're looking for any more <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, defenders at the moment. Um, whether they're looking for another wing back stroke winger, I'm not quite sure. It's starting to come together, isn't it? Yeah. In terms yes. of possibly you'd look at it up front. Do they need another striker? Well, Maybe. well, at the moment we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, you wouldn't be overly un- unhappy if they went into the season with the strikers that they have. Quite, but, th- but you would like to see another one. The other thing is that that that's worth remembering is that you know icebergs do appear. Gary's icebergs do appear during the course of the season, and you have to give yourself some leeway to overcome problems and get other people in from time to time. You can't, in other words, spend all your money at this time of year, spend right up to the top of your budget, whatever that is, and then go, whoops, now what do we do? Mm. Uh, And and so if if the squad isn't quite as big as some people ideally would like, then that's worth bearing in mind. Yeah. And and he hasn't used the loan market yet. Well, I was going to say, what we, one player on loan who... And, uh, and Kieran Evans, but apart from uh, that, Sorry, yeah, oh, beg yeah, your pardon. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. But, but, um, but we haven't seen the loan players that come in at the last minute no, like we have in the... I know they're looking at a couple of there. Um, and, of course, 
higher level clubs on the whole like their good young players to train with them through pre-season exactly. and then send them out. Which is why it's unusual to see Kieran Evans yeah, here already. Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But at least he's on a long loan. He's yeah. on a season long we know loan that. rather yeah, exactly. than... Um, exactly. yeah. oh, um, one player who did come on a sub at Exmouth that I, I would like to see a lot more of is Alex Moyes. I thought he had a tremendous game when well, he came on. Well, he, he's... he's uh, He's a proper little footballer, isn't yeah, he? He, he, is. he's, he's he controlled that midfield he, when yeah. he came on. He gets stuck in. He plays the way he's facing. He he, he makes sensible passes to, to teammates. Mm. <coughs> he's obviously... I don't think he misplaced a pass after no, coming they, on. They, they obviously loved him at Biddeford. Sean George is a pretty good um, judge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rates him very highly. Um, now, you know, he's now on that journey, isn't he, of going up to up two or three leagues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where the pace gets quicker. Now, usually, good solid footballers can cope with it, mm. and fingers crossed for him that he'll be as the pace goes up. Um, uh, you know, quicker passing, quicker yeah. movement, everything happening a bit more quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, he can cope with that. He's a very sensible lad, apart from anything else. He's got a good head on his shoulders. And, that's, and, uh, I, and I've spoken to Sean um, Joyce about him, and that's just one of the things that I George think Sean saw a bit probably. of himself in him, didn't yeah, he? He did. Very, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, apart from saying yeah. stuff like he's the best loan signing he's had in 25 years at Biddeford, yeah. I mean, that's some, some, some Quite. quote, but yeah. he did. He reminded him of himself. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll do, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, if some of our listeners haven't seen Moyes play yet, you're going to, you're in for an absolute treat. Yeah. He is yeah. such a good. And player. if you never saw Sean Joyce play, <laughs> you're the poorer for it. Yeah, but you're about to see. But him. You're, about, yeah, <laughs> you're about to see another one. Gents, before we leave the podcast today, we have to mention the Babacom video, which I'm sure you've all seen now. G- Gary Johnson's There's, Scorsese moment. Yeah, yeah. Apparently it was Mr. Johnson who was on camera. It was the gaffer took the film and the players were being put through their paces uh, on well, Odicum, on the I mean, Odicum media headline. team, watch out for your jobs. There's a lovely moment, <laughs> by the way, towards the end, which is pure apocalypse now, where all you see is a great raft of sliders floating in the water as the players are, are trying desperately to get some cold water onto their legs. Uh, it's a great video. You'll find it on, on the club's social media I piece. think we're expecting another good video of foot golf, aren't we? Yeah, they've been foot golfing. But, Dave, that Babacombe Hill is, is an old favourite, isn't it? That well, goes I'm, back a few years. Oh, my goodness. Isn't it great for us old boring traditionalists <laughs> to, to, to see, to, to people, see yeah. that, that territory being used for, pre, for pre-season? Does, doesn't it get a mention in Lee Sharp's autobiography? <laughs> it does. Uh, <laughs> I can remember and, Leroy putting them up there and, and some of the young players being physically sick well, or, sort of before we got uh, to the top. And the rest, one or yeah. two of them never came back. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, Still it's, wandering it's, around Babacombe now. It was used uh, way back in the Eric Webber days. Yeah. In the fifties yeah. and the sixties, running up and down that. Coast, I mean, I live on beach. Path. I, I live, live on that beach. You don't live far away, yeah, do you? Exactly. No, no. Uh, I, to those hills. I live on the steeper one. I live on the steeper one. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for the, to see the squad running up there when I'm yeah. sitting in my window. And, and, uh, it's, and it's really good to see, you know, the club still using that terrain, yeah. which of course yeah. is unique to Torquay. Those cliff paths are yeah. just part of the local scenery, aren't they? And, um, and, of course, before we move on from that, let's bear in mind that the great late Ian Twitchin, uh, on odd occasions <laughs> when his car wasn't uh, broken down in Tynmouth, used to run from Tynmouth there, do, do, that, do those, back, and then yeah. run home again. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Twitch. You know, yeah. he'll, he, he would love the thought that players now are doing the same, yeah. same routes that he used to make. Well, very light off. You're not going to get that for a team in Norwich or or, uh, or Ipswich, are you? You know, 
somewhere where there's no hills. I mean, to be fair, there are a few hills in Norwich, but not, oh, nothing on, like that. Yeah, steady. But if you haven't seen the video, do watch it. And I wonder if that means, if they're using Odicum, Dave, does that mean that they'll be not out here in the baking sunshine? There'll be a winter's mornings up at the top of Quinter or something like that, <laughs> bringing all that back? Oof, wouldn't like to say. <laughs> bringing those days back. That's gaffer fitness for you. You should bring out a video. Is it the Gary Nelson uh, book that, that talks about the, the van with the, the goalposts strapped to yes, the top of the does. van to yeah. get to to get to any field that would take them Easter field yeah yeah Easter yeah. bobble as they used to call it yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no it, it's it's uh, and I think it, just before we, we sort of wrap up that look every team thinks it's fit every team tries to find ways yep. to try and get fitter than everybody else etc but you know the way that Gary Johnson teams like his teams to play yeah you have to be extra fit mentally as well as physically because they do try and tend to play at a pace that the opposition can't sustain for 90 minutes so if they can squeeze and find that little bit of extra fitness and sharpness out uh, and of course as he hinted (laughs) you do tend to pick up injuries when you when you're putting them through those sessions Uh, but that's the price you pay for get for being able to maybe outlast teams in the last 20 15 20 minutes of matches Um, and get those Gary time goals that we all love so much. Looking good in the tunnel, as he said. Looking good in the tunnel. Looking good in the tunnel. Gents, we'll leave it there. It's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day out here. Um, We'll be at Plainmore uh, on Saturday when it's going to be another scorcher, I think. It's ramping up, isn't it? Three o'clock for Newport. Plymouth on Tuesday night, 7.45. Thank you for joining us, Dave. Always good to have your company squeezed in the back of the car there alongside my granddaughter's uh, car seat. Uh, Thanks, Richard. We'll see you at Playmore, and as ever, we'll finish. Come Come on, on, you you yellows. yellows.